When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, 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 big news, big trade, I guess not terribly surprising, guys, but we have our first emergency CHGO Bears podcast. Welcome in. We are live on YouTube right now, uh, and if you haven't found it already, make sure you find the CHGO Sports YouTube page so you can watch all these shows live. The Bears have traded Khalil Mack. The rebuild is on, guys. What's up, Nick Moriano, Will DeWitt, Olin Krutz. My name is Adam Hogue. Who wants to start? Olin, why don't you start? What's going on? Well, first of all, that wasn't the name I have on the screen, but you can use any name you want. Um, listen, <laughs> you immediately think about I'm Max sorry, drip. against Drip. Max first game against Green Bay, right? And you think about that performance he put on, and now you know he's he's moving on to the Chargers. He's teaming up with Bosa. Who's going to stop those two guys? I don't know. Uh, the Bears are letting you know that, that they're not planning on winning immediately, right? They're going to rebuild this thing uh, from the ground up. You, uh, you think about uh, Eberflus when he came in. I know you guys remember Allen Williams talking about, I can't wait to get this pass rush on the field. Uh, those things things have changed. Uh, Ryan Pose gets another second-round pick. Uh, they clear some cap space, and they're going to start rebuilding this team in his image. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, uh, you see the news, and there's been crazy stuff happening all throughout the NFL the past couple of days, but now some that actually involved the Chicago Bears, right? So you immediately think, well, you're doing this to clear one, some cap space. Uh, Ian Rappaport tweeted out that the Chargers are taking on all of max contract three years at $63.9 million. Like Olin was just saying, you also get the number 48 overall pick and a 2023 six round pick. But now, like like you were saying, Olin, you're you're not gonna see that Mac Quinn kind of combination for 2023, uh, 2022 season. Now Travis Gibson has a huge part into what the Bears are trying to do in that pass rush for next year. And yes, you get another second round draft pick to try to take another chance on a guy that's hopefully can contribute to this roster uh this upcoming season. 
Guys, the Ryan Poles era has officially begun. I know we did the show talking about, hey, they tendered Mustafer and Horstead and guys like that. No, this is the first big move. And now we can say he is the general manager of the Chicago Bears and making his presence known uh, here in the city. And as Owen and Nick, and we all agree, like now the rebuild is officially on. We're looking forward to, you know, a couple of seasons down the road. And I'm excited to see, you know, what Ryan Poles can do with this draft capital and, he has some flexibility now uh, having two second round picks, you know, trading back one of those and recouping more mid round picks too. Like he can really build uh, out some wealth here in the draft and additional capital just due to this flexibility, or he drafts two people early on that could be instant contributors. So many options here. And, you know, as sad as it is, you know, I have my Mac Jersey back there. Like I remember uh, getting that and the emergency podcast, Nick, you and I did that morning and jumping out of bed, like feels like yesterday. And just like that, like that era has come to a close. Well, you should have tra- you should have uh, traded that Mac jersey or sold it like twelve hours ago, buddy. I know, I know. It's uh, so a running gag on the podcast for years, at least over here, has always been my bad luck with jerseys throughout my entire lifetime. And I had framed. I have Mac, uh, Allen Robinson, and then a number thirty nine Eddie Jackson. And as soon as I got them, everything just kind of you know the bottom fell out. Do you ever hang them, or do they just sit there? Okay, so they were hung in my office upstairs. <laughs> that was, you know, that was where they're hung. I'll show you a photo one time, uh, but that is now the nursery for my baby. Uh, and so okay, I moved down here. Enough. Way more important. Yeah, 100%. And I just didn't want to put more holes in the wall, especially if hey, I'm going to be hey, listen, you know, moving now, that this way. Is, hey, this is very interesting. Adam, what do you think about the trade? Yeah, so, hey, um, I think it's a great trade for the Chargers. I think it's a reasonable, understandable move for Ryan Poles. Okay. But if you're the Chargers and you're saying, and, and look, the reality is when you take all the fat out of this contract, which is what the Bears are going to take on this $24 million cap hit, which it still frees up some room. That's how big the cap hit was going to be at 30 million, but you're still eating 24 million of dead cap. That call all comes out of what the Chargers now inherit. So they take a contract now that is much more reasonable for what Khalil Mack still is as a player today. They're pairing him back with Brandon Staley, uh, which was the best year that Khalil Mack had as a bear. He rightly deserved the credit for, for getting Khalil Mack up to speed before that 2018 game against the Packers, which turned out to be his best game as a bear. So if I'm the Chargers in a second round pick and a sixth rounder next year, yeah, this is a no brainer move, um, especially because yeah, these cap hits coming up the next couple of years are still pretty high, but all the guaranteed money comes out. You you can get out of it much easier. Now, if you're the, the Los Angeles Chargers, it's a no brainer move for the bears. I get it. Like, we, we've all been doing these shows all week. We've been talking about it. This is not a team that's going to the playoffs next mm-hmm. year. You'd probably wish you could get more, but this is kind of the reality of the market, and a second-round pick is still something. It's not a first-round pick, but it's something, so I understand why Ryan Poles did this. If you're if you're Staley, do you go out and get Akeem Hicks? I Put him in the middle. That, that Chargers defense would be scary. Yeah, I actually would. I, I mean, I've... I think it's a good fit, I, you know, I, especially because I think you could probably get him in an affordable, like you might be overpaying for one year, but it's not like you're going to have to pay him for like three, four years at his age. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Two second round picks. I'm thinking Pose might be thinking now he can get his cornerback and his offensive lineman, hopefully, right, that the two positions everybody keeps talking about on this Bears team. But, but we're going to see, man, they're going to have to hit on these picks. Khalil Mack, everybody's looking for a pass rusher, right? Everybody either wants, 
a franchise quarterback or someone who can dominate an offensive tackle. And Khalil Mack dominates offensive tackles when he's healthy. Uh, I, we were saying, I said earlier this year, look, uh, three, four, four, three, 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 five, one, put Khalil Mack on the right tackle. He'll run his ass over. So uh, we'll see, man. I don't like giving up a pass rusher. I know they're rebuilding the team, but Khalil Mack to me, a hard worker, culture guy, identity guy. He's hard to give up. I remember saying years ago after watching his film, guys, if you're John Gruden, what didn't you like that you saw? I remember thinking that when you watch Khalil's Mack film when he played for the Raiders when we got him, what didn't Gruden like? I think the same thing about Pose. I don't know, maybe the injury history, maybe he knows more than us, but it'll be interesting to find out. Yeah, I think that's the thing, Olin, too. It's like because Ryan Pulse doesn't have that direct connection to these guys, obviously coming from the Chiefs, but seeing uh, Khalil Mack playing with the Raiders at the time, still in the division, right? But I think the thing is, too, with that injury history, or not injury history, last year only being limited to seven games, and he still had six sacks through those seven games, so he was on a good pace. I wonder, you know, had Khalil Mack had played a full season, I wonder how – how if this even happens at this point, but like Will was kind of saying, this is Holz's first big move to indicate what this direction the team is going to look to go towards now. And when you give up a guy like that, like I saw Eddie Jackson tweet out a little bit a while ago, just putting an emoji and, you know, people are like, Hey, you better, you better step your game up or you might be next because that's the thing. None of these got like Ryan Poles clearly is showing I can trade Khalil Mack. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else is safe other than maybe like a Justin Fields, right? So I think that's going to be maybe one thing we just need to look out for in terms of guys that are on trade block and free agency because if Khalil Mack can be traded, I think anybody can be. And we knew that like coming out of the combine, like when he only mentioned Justin Fields and a Darnell Mooney and a Roquan Smith, like the fact that he didn't mention a Khalil Mack, we were speculating, what does that mean? Is that tie actually there? And of course the move was made. And guys, like really at the end of the day, like saving the money in 2023 and having that flexibility is huge. And I can't wait till next offseason already just to see what the Bears can do uh, with all of that money, spend it and kind of really recalibrate this football team, open up a window perhaps for Justin Fields here if he does develop uh, as we're all hoping. Uh, but at the end of the day, like how you're going to judge this trade is like, what can Ryan Poles turn it into, whether it be the draft picks uh, and with those free agent signings, maybe next year with that additional money. I know we got some super chats, so we can uh, kind of pop those in as we go here. We'll definitely answer them here on the CHGO Bears podcast. Uh, and Brandon says, damn, Will, with that jersey in the background, that hurts. Uh, a bit. Yeah. You know what? Like, it, it's too bad. I, I'll, I'll always make this argument, though, and continue to do it. Like, the move to trade for Cleo Mack was the right move. Okay? The mm-hmm. problem is that they didn't have the quarterback to pair with them. They bet on Mitch Trubisky. They, they doubled down when they traded for Khalil Mack. They thought that that's all they needed because they had the quarterback in place, and then they didn't have that. So they had a dominant defense, and they couldn't even win a playoff game because they, they couldn't put it all together uh, with the entire team. So I still don't think it was a bad move, and I remember talking about when the trade happened. When you saw that contract that they gave him, there was going to come a time when Khalil Mack was then in his 30s, injuries were going to be there, and he was going to be counting huge against your cap. So I cannot blame a new general manager for coming in and being like, we got to get out of this because we know where this is headed. And how about this? How how much worse will the defense be? Like, obviously, if you have a healthy Khalil Mack, that's huge. But the Bears haven't really had that. And they did play the second half of the season without him last year. And I think if you're Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus, especially if you're Eberflus, you're going, 
Well, I just had a top 10 defense without great pass rushers. So can they still recreate that with Robert Quinn, Travis Gibson, maybe sign somebody else? I'm with you, Olin, though. I mean, I'm never going to deny Khalil Mack's talents. It's a tough guy to give up. But I guess I understand the logic here is what I'm saying. Yeah, and and Mitchell Schwartz, Kansas City Chiefs, former All-Pro right tackle, tweets out, Bosa and Mack indoors on turf. Good luck. Like, that's just – trust me. I I remember – um, remember the night they retired Erlacher's jersey? I was sitting in the end zone uh, watching. I think they were playing the Seahawks or the Cowboys. And Mack and Akeem Hicks were running a game together. And I looked at Roberto Garza, who was sitting there, and I said, man, I do not want to deal with those two monsters. So now he's there uh, in San Diego with Bosa. Uh, it, it, it is going to be quite the tandem. You're going to miss Mack because the only way to beat a franchise quarterback is to get after him, right? So uh, Russell Wilson joins Denver. They got Mac and Bosa. He's going to get after Mahomes, uh, a car. This is going to be an interesting uh, what the Bears do. If Robert Quinn does take a step back, if Akeem Hicks does walk out the door, Eddie Goldman regressed last year. We talked today about on the podcast about players who regress. Eddie Goldman regressed last year. They need to get him back up to speed. Uh, this D-line that we were waiting to be so dominant never really came to fruition with Quinn not playing good his first year and then Mac getting injured this year. So I, I don't know, man. I, I, you hate losing a pass rusher like Matt. But, look, uh, uh, they gave Ryan Pose the keys to the building. He's got to rebuild it. Uh, they got to get back to the playoffs and actually win a playoff game, which they haven't done since 2011, 2010 season, 2011 playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. And now, I mean, we were talking about – even you look back a year ago, the strength of, like, that D line, that front seven that the Bears had. Man, it looks so much different now a season – removed from there and just looking at the guys that the bears currently have. And still, like you were mentioning, only can be losing more to that side of the ball. And that just adds another, another hole that the bears need to fill. But now you do get an additional draft pick in the second round. Maybe use that on on, on another three tech, who knows, but it is an interesting move by polls because it's, I think when you say the name Cleo Mack, there's so much associated with him, especially the bears fans. Like, Oh man, that used to be the guy that, you know, we could win you games in 2018, but that just hasn't been the case. So I see exactly why you did it. Clear up cat or you clear up um the contract, you get the draft capital, and then you go into that, not a retool, but a rebuild for the Chicago Bears. Olin is somebody who obviously you know knows about the offensive line trying to block a guy like Khalil Mack. Other than other than the injuries that you know, it's kind of the obvious reason. Why why do you think that there there were just times where even when he was playing they didn't quite get the production they wanted out of him. Out of him? Oh, because the offense was – the the game plan was to stop him. Right. Right? The, everything was thrown at Khalil Mack. And really, when you watch the film, uh, it was either Akeem Hicks was hurt and the other guys weren't producing, right? And then uh, the first year, Robert Quinn got a ton of one-on-ones. He didn't win a lot. And then Bilal Nichols, uh, after exploding onto the scene when everybody's playing well, he didn't play well on Eddie Goldman – Khalil Mack, now, anytime you watched him play, uh, guys were sending three, two, three, four guys his way. Uh, he was always a factor in the football game, game plan-wise, I mean. So scheme-wise, that's, that's why. But you'd still like to see a guy like that get his production. And eventually when uh, Fangio and Staley left, it looked like they didn't really know how to scheme him open again, how to get guys on his side of the ball, get him his one-on-ones, get him the, the, the pass rushes he needed to win. And then there was a time, to be honest, his injuries, you could tell uh, this year, really, you could tell, like, strength. When you're an offensive lineman, if a guy can run you over, that's a problem, man. You just can't stop it. And you have to lean and duck your head and try to stop him. 
Cleo Mack's strength, he wasn't really running through guys anymore. Maybe that's what Poe saw. Maybe he saw that and thought he couldn't get that back. But if Brandon Staley and Jay Rogers now down there, linebacker coach also for San Diego, if they can get that back, uh, this this man is a problem on that on that pass rush defensive line, and, and he's going to give people a lot of problems out there teamed up with Bosa. Yeah, I, I again, if I'm uh, if I'm one of the five Los Angeles Chargers fans out there, I am so excited right now <laughs> about this trade. I think it just makes all the sense in the world for them. <laughs> so. you, know, you know what? You know what? I was hoping they would do, and we had talked about this before the first podcast. I was hoping Pose would call Kansas City and try to get a map for Chris Jones straight up trade, so you get your three technique in in the middle of that Bears defense is what they need. But uh, like Nicholas just mentioned, maybe they'll get that in the second round, the guy that they want. Yep. Hey, Drip Crutes, you got to get out yes. of here? You, yes. Okay. So I got yeah. you, and I got the well, name I mean, right. I, I may have, but the the guy with the fluorescent green sweater is really the Drip guy and the moose <laughs> in his hair. Now, I wish I had hair to moose up, to be honest. It's been a long time. I haven't had that. But you guys might get to my age one day, and then you'll see. You know what I mean? I appreciate it, guys, man. Uh, a crazy day for the Bears. It'll be interesting to see the way Ryan Poles rebuilds this. Yep, absolutely. All, right, Olin, thank you. Appreciate you. Later, As drip. always, we'll keep it going here for uh, a little while longer. And I uh, definitely want to make sure you guys know that our friends at PointsBet, uh, and this is the CHGO podcast presented by PointsBet, use that promo code CHGO when you sign up to live your bet life. That's the best way to support CHGO right now. You can download the PointsBet app, use that code when you sign up. And if you make a $50 or more, first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. I'm sure we'll have some reaction up there uh, on this trade as we go forward here. You can unlock all of that with that membership, which comes free when you sign up right now with PointsBet. You even get that free t-shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. And if you have any questions about any of that, you can email PointsBet at allchgo.com. We'll help you out. Remember that PointsBet is your home for live in-game betting. They even have a new exclusive feature, the live NBA same-game parlay. For the first time ever, build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. You combine your favorite bets at any time during the game. And now online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. Use code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Um, let's get to some more of these super chats, guys. And, and there's some good ones in here. Uh, this one's from Joey. Good or bad? Bears fans can be cold. Not even a thank you or a shout out for all that Max given. Dude doesn't know the meaning of a loaf. Thank you, 52. I think there's some of that going on right now. I, I mean, I, I think I think a lot of Bears fans will always appreciate Khalil Mack, um, at least the ones that really understood. <laughs> Let's not forget the highlight tapes from 18 and, and a lot and still some of 19. I mean, there were some incredible, like that long arm. Uh, didn't he get who was the left Somehow tackle? The Giants, right? The Giants. The guy. Giants. He got Decker on the Lions a couple times and just put him yeah. right on his butt. Like there's still some incredible stuff that Khalil Mack did out there. And I, and it's a great point with the loafs. Like if there's one guy that fit Matt Eberflew's hit system, Khalil Mack would have given him, would have given it all every time he was out there. No yeah, question for sure. about it. I was just yeah. thinking about the little one arm suplex that he did. 
last season, 2020. Oh, the Tristan Wirfs. Yeah, yeah uh-huh, Tristan yeah. Wirfs. A couple of years ago, that yeah. one, uh, that was another one that comes to mind instantly. Yeah, for sure. I saw somewhere in the chat, let's see, I think it was from Andre. He's like, who's going to pressure Rodgers now? I mean, it's a very valid question at this point, and I think we'll we'll learn a little bit more once free agency and the draft hits. But, yeah, the Bears, uh, We I actually mentioned one of the guys that um, right now that is on the come up, someone to watch out for, Travis Gibson. And we have to see how he kind of transitions back into his 4-3 defense. So, Andre, that could be – you got to see what Robert Quinn's going to be this season, but also maybe like a Travis Gibson. Then I, I really do expect the Bears to add – to that position right now because it is it doesn't have a lot of bodies at this point so to answer your question it's going to be those two guys and people we don't know yet and i really like you know travis gibson and we've seen him you know ascend here throughout his time in chicago I, i'm just at the point still where i would not put my eggs all in the gibson basket uh definitely as you said nick you know adding bodies whether it be through free agency whether it be through the draft or a little bit of each uh, because we know how important it is to get, you know, pressure off of the edges. Uh, obviously the three tech super important in this defense too. Uh, but I still would not, again, Travis Gibson, really good player, up and coming guy. Uh, but I think it would be a mistake to just say, yep, he will be, you know, the number two, if Robert Quinn would be the one. Yeah. It's and, and also remember guys, like they're not done. I mean, they, they can, mm-hmm. they can sign somebody, they can draft somebody. Um, it'd probably be wise to draft another pass rusher at this point. You know that I think that was probably already a need given Robert Quinn and and Khalil Mack's age, so um, you you know just add that to the list. I also want to address the contract, and we have a super chat from Isaac um, about the contract, kind of because I know this can sometimes be hard to understand. But he says with the Chargers taking on the whole contract, does that mean that the Bears save thirty million dollars this year, or is it still just the six million? It's just the six million. So because all the signing bonus, restructuring money, all that bonus money that was paid up front, the Bears still have to count that against their cap. So essentially, there was $24 million of that regardless. Um, and so that's still counting up against the cap. But if in, in this coming year, if they had kept him, he would have counted $30 million against the cap this year and then more the following year. So this kind of just speeds up that process of getting out from under the contract and then you are actually are freeing up six million. So it to spend on other, it's just cap space that you can spend on other people if you want, or hold it. You can always roll it over from year to year if you don't use it. Um, so there's really no downside contractually. It, it's uh-huh. probably only upside. The problem though is just that you are now paying a, a huge amount of cap space. Like the thirty million to keep them, you would have still had them on the field. Uh, now you don't have them on the field, so you kind of have to weigh it like that. But if you're a cap guy inside that building, you're probably going, hey, this was a this was a victory. We're not going to have this contract hurt us in the coming years. And then meanwhile, on the other side, if you're the Chargers, you are not taking on all that fat from the contract, all those signing bonuses and things like that. Now, there's some roster bonuses attached, but for the most part, you can take this as a year-to-year deal over the next three years. And so from that standpoint, it's a it's a good contract to inherit because if he plays up to it, you're going to be happy. If he doesn't, you can get out of it and you only gave up a second in a future six round pick. So again, from the charger side of it, I think you got to love it. So from the bears and the contract side, yes, upside for Alan Williams, who mentioned, man, I get to work alongside with, 
you know, Robert Quinn and Khalil Mack. He's like, no, what's going on? I didn't even get an opportunity to get these guys. So I kind of feel for Alan Williams there. And, you know, now they'll have to adjust and see what they can do in terms of adding, you know, guys that can rush the quarterback. But yeah, I, rem- I remember specifically Alan Williams just being excited about that opportunity. He won't get that opportunity anymore, you guys. Oh man. Yeah. That's a, not a tough, well, it's kind of a tough pill to swallow, but obviously that conversation uh, between Eberflus and him was probably like, Oh, well, darn it. Well, give me someone else then <laughs> like find me, not the next little Mac, but if you can, the draft, that'd be great too, but find me someone that I can utilize. Cause again, like Travis Gibson, young Robert Quinn, uh, as we talked about in the show earlier this week, right? Like the career waves, like mm-hmm. if the trend continues, it's not going to be a great year for Robert Quinn. So yeah, that does stink a little bit uh, for uh, you know defensive coordinator Alan Williams. But I'm excited about, again, like I said, I'm looking forward to the 2023 offseason with all that extra money, what Ryan Foles can do uh, with it. Although missing Mac on the field this year, there will be times where we will remember like, dang, if Mac was here, like he could have made that play or this play, made an impact felt you know right here as well. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, speeding up the contract, as Adam put it, uh, I think is a huge victory for Ryan Poles. If the window isn't this year, which we all knew it wasn't, to kind of get it moving forward towards that next window that opened, uh, I'm ready for it. Well, and that's the thing. Like, uh, it, It's hard to lose a guy like Khalil Mack, but if he's not going to be the difference between, quite frankly, even winning the the, the NFC North this coming year, um then I think if you're Ryan Poles, you got to look at it like what's smart for the future when they really are, can be competitive. Um, And so that's where I get it. The the hall isn't that impressive, Uh, especially when it first came out that it was like a 2023 second round pick that I, I, that didn't make any sense to me. So it is a 2022, which is big. So now you get three picks in the top 100. Like that's, that's something that's that's something that the bears have now that I mean, we've talked a lot about the lack of draft capital and um, this, this helps with that a little, I mean, to second round, you can find some really good players in the second round. So they have the uh, number 39 overall pick number 48 overall, and then the uh, 71st overall pick. I'll see take what Ryan it. Poles can do it. Yeah. Let's see what he can do with that. Um, so before we continue this conversation, if you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download the points bet app and use code CHGO. When you sign up, not only are you going to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 more first time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. And you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions, email points bet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And if you're curious about this membership uh, and really everything that CHGO is offering, We have podcasts and live shows every day for every team. Sometimes two in one day when like the Bears trade Khalil Mack, like today. So if you missed our show earlier today, you can go back and listen to it as a podcast, wherever you get your podcast, the CHGO Bears podcast. You can catch up on uh, all of our podcasts from this week. And Olin Cruz was on earlier today. Plenty of other topics that are still relevant. We talked about the quarterback position, possibly trading Nick Foles. 
Uh, we talked about offensive linemen that could be available on the free agent market. So plenty to go back and check on. And again, we have this for all teams, not just the Bears, uh, but every team in Chicago. And there's also um, the C- CHGO sports podcast, which we recorded today, too. We had a draft of like the all time hated players and enemies in Chicago Bears history. There's a couple Packers, obviously, that got drafted in there. So make sure you go check out that. And we got post-game shows. Whenever there are games, the Bulls post-game shows have been killing it. The Blackhawks as well. Premium written content for members only at allchgo.com. So that's what that membership unlocks. When you go do that, you can get the merchandise. And when you become a member right now, you're automatically getting a free T-shirt. So make sure you go check that out, allchgo.com. All right, before we get out of here, we do have some more super chats to get to and a lot of questions on these. Um, so let's uh, thank you, Chris, for the. Yes, uh, thanks, Chris. We'll, thank we'll you. Just, we'll take that as a, you know, just a nice gesture. We appreciate you. Uh, David says our rookie GM got fleeced. Is this the earliest we've realized a GM went out, was out of his depth? I wouldn't say that. Now it seems a little extreme, but I mean, I look like you were just saying, Adam, you see the second and then the third next year. It's like, what are you doing for a guy? It's Khalil Mack, the name itself. You should be able to get more than that. I wouldn't say that Ryan Poles got fleeced. Like we were just this whole conversation. Why, why the bears end up doing this. You look at that 2023 season. Now that they don't have to take on that contract, man, it's going to, it's going to help you in the long run, but I, I get it. There's a lot of connection with Khalil Mack and how he's regarded in the Bears fan base, but I wouldn't say that Ryan Pulse got fleeced. Well, and also I'm sure it's like these conversations just happened today. Like the market is the market. Oh, yeah. And exactly, so he, yep. he, he only got fleeced unless you think there's a world that later on in the offseason or at the trade deadline or next year he can get more. And is that a gamble worth taking? Like, are you let's you know, you're gonna bring back Khalil Mack on at $30 million and he's going to go out there and get 15 sacks. I don't yeah. know. I, When's I, the last I, time he even did that. It's like, I'm he hasn't had double digits stack. since 2018. Right. And, yeah, and so 15 I think was, yeah. And he's only getting older. Year in the, league. the injuries are adding up. So I think like the overwhelming odds are he, he probably would have been worth less after, yeah. you know, another, you know, there's no way to know that for sure. But I think that's a tough argument to say you got fleeced right now. I, I understand why the hall seems a little underwhelming, but um, you know, the market is the market. And let's not forget Von Miller got a second and a third, but a big reason why um, they were able to get a second and a third out of that deal was because Denver ate some of that money so that the Rams could like the Rams essentially paid extra in draft capitals. So they didn't have to pay in cap space and cash. So that's not what happened here. The bears are, are getting out of the contract. And I think that that's, so you can understand why it's not like they got exactly what the uh, Broncos got for Von Miller. Oh, that makes a ton of sense. So, um, all right. Uh, this one from S Ward polls is de- differentiating himself from pace. He will be focused on depth and getting as many picks as he can while keeping young core contributors. What a rebuild looks like. Not a half ass retool. <laughs> you know what though? I mean, like, and I don't want to be just labeled here as like the Ryan pace defender, but Ryan pace went through this too at the start of his, mm-hmm. like, let's not forget. He traded Martellus Benny he traded, he traded Brandon Marshall um there were who else did he trade i mean he cut other guys there there was a, this is what happens when you when you fire a gm and you bring in another one 
they start changing the roster. They start making moves like this. So this isn't to say that three years from now, Ryan Poles won't be going out making a huge trade and giving up a ton of draft capital too. It's all about where you are as a franchise. Yeah, I completely agree. And this is what this is the this is the start for Poles. And now, like I said, we'll see two three years down the line if Poles is maybe doing similar things. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do it, do it right. And if he believes this is the best move for the team uh, in its future, not just this season and having some, you know, uh, you know, some foresight here and just looking ahead and trying to maybe play some chess where you're you know, playing a few moves ahead. Like, again, like it sucks at the for a lot of Bears fans right now, but give it a couple of years. And if he can make the right decisions from this point, we're going to be so much better off for it. Yeah, I think we continue to watch how deep this goes. Like, I, I don't think that this needs to be a complete teardown. And I don't think just that trading Khalil Mack signals that. I think you got to be calculated and you got to take the pieces that you still have that are worth something and where they can help you in the future. Like we're talking about here, the cap space you'll really have a year from now. This is a calculated move. Um, and so it's not necessarily, oh, everybody's going to go. I think it's picking and choosing the opportunities you have to turn assets into draft capital um rafael comes in greeting from mexico khalil mack instead of who's that hmm. good question but i googled it and i didn't find anything okay <laughs> appreciate it though rafael and come from mexico that's all Ooh, yeah. it could warm be, over uh, I got it. So, and I'm going to pronounce this so terribly and I apologize. Yuchana Nwosu, uh, he's currently on, I guess, the Chargers. And last season he had uh, 40 total tackles, 17 quarterback hits. And ah. yeah, so. Okay. Yep, everyone's, yep. There we go. So we, is he just saying, chat. He's just chat. saying that we'll that they'll be just, just replacing them with Khalil Mack? Yeah, that's, that's I it. think so. Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like some Charger fans are jumping in here. That's fine. Everybody's yeah. welcome. Everybody's welcome. They, and they should find out what you're getting. It's a little risky because he's coming off an injury and you don't know how healthy he's going to be. Health has been an issue the last couple of years with Khalil Mack. Usually he's able to play through it, but last year it just got to the point where with that second opinion, trying to avoid surgery, um, it didn't happen. So, um, yeah, I know we threw a couple of those uh, super chats in there as well, but here's another one. Uh, with additional money, who is the free agent you guys would like to get with the additional money that they normally wouldn't have gotten? Oh, that's a really good question. Let's say you want to upgrade the offensive line. Olin has talked about mm. Armstead. For, I I feel like every single podcast, right? Yeah. And if you're looking to go solidify that side, maybe that does – move um you know tevin jenkins to the right side if now if you can make that feasible man like what an upgrade that would be yes you lose cleo mac but getting like a staple like left tackles like that don't hit the market very often and if they ever do like there is a there's a market to go get those guys but if now it's feasible hey i'm, I'm on the armstead bandwagon right now if you can make it happen and it's only $6 million. It's not like we can go out there and sign the top free agent now, do the, all this new capital that we just found. It's only $6 million this year. Next year, that'd be a great question to entertain. This one, uh, maybe instead of going from that second tier, you can get maybe the bottom of the first tier of players. But again, it's not a lot of money that you can just go out and land a bigger guy now compared to a few hours ago. 
but remember when you when you do sign a guy typically that front year is uh, a huge part of it's a signing bonus anyway which gets spread out um so i mean they could defer us money now to 2023 because it's technically there to use right it just it, in general like it, it it all helps like that's the easiest way to say it like it it's I, I don't even think it was necessary to clean up that six million like if you could have done this could have done this last year right when they were when they were in negative cap space and were at the gun to restructure every possible contract, including Khalil Max contract um, to yeah. get, to get just under the cap in time uh, for the start of the new league year. Then, uh, you know, so they weren't really in that situation this time and, but it still all helps. And I don't know, go out and sign Armstead, go sign Amari Cooper, just go sign everybody. You know, I've seen like what it's always the Rams or, you know, just these teams that it's like, where are you getting this money from? And then I just, I just came to the conclusion the cap doesn't exist sometimes. And you find ways to just kind of maneuver through it unless you're the Bears of last year. But, yeah, it's going to help, and we'll see what the Bears can actually do with that little extra money that they have this season. And Bear for a bad one. What was that, Will? I said Cooper would not be a bad one. I know we talked yeah. about him earlier uh, this week, and, I mean, if that – could turn into Amari Cooper and be a go-to number one for Justin Fields. And you have those second round picks. Like you can start, I know it's early and we'll find out who won this trade in like five years, but that's a great start to kind of start making a case. Well, and here's bear forever 14, which looks at it the other way. Like you could spend the money on free agency, but you can also use these picks to trade into the first round. Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Drake London, who, which one of these guys would you, would you go get? I'll let you guys answer that, but just quickly, there's two different conversations I think that need to be had here though. Like you can't just dump all this, all these assets to rebuild because the development of just, you can't just waste another season of Justin Fields. So you still at the same time need to give Justin Fields real pieces to work with this year, protection in front of him and wide receivers to throw the ball to. So someone can make an argument that like, ah, going out and spending a ton of money on a left tackle or a ton of money on a wide receiver right now doesn't make sense with a rebuild. It does if it's getting the best out of Justin Fields, though, because you need him to take a huge step forward this year. Yeah, if you keep surrounding him, you know, with average talent and, you know, not blocking up front, we're only going to stunt his growth even further than what they were able to kind of do already uh, a season ago. Uh, so I think that's a really great point, Adam. Uh, if I want to answer that question, it's going to be Olave. If you can go up and get him, uh, I'm 100% for it. Agreed. Any one of those three guys would make the Bears a lot better than what they are right now. Yeah. I'll just say that. Yeah. yeah. All right. And our last one, Steven says, I straight up bought my dad a Cleo Mac jersey for Christmas. When we got him, the Bears saved our relationship. Good trade. Aw. That's wow. awesome. I mean, that is awesome. I mean, I have questions, though, that like the Cleo Mac jersey, it came down to that. But, you know, it's still <laughs> a sweet story. Yeah, for sure. See what Khalil Mack can do on and off the field. He's just, yeah, I think for the people that were saying earlier, like we didn't appreciate him. Hey, those are things to appreciate with Khalil Mack, what what he can mean to any given person. Absolutely. Hey, fun fact uh, for the baby, Nick, I, I did buy him a Khalil Mack onesie not too long ago. Like uh, It was on a sale. Uh, Good luck. On, I know. It, it well, there's bad like, luck, and then there's just a bad purchase. I mean, oh. If you're looking at that jersey rack, if you're looking at that jersey rack anytime in the last six months, you should have thought to yourself. It's a shirt. It's like one of those little button onesies for the baby. I understand. And, you know, how long is it? How long would it fit at this point? 
Good question. He's growing like a weed, so I yeah. maybe another week. <laughs> yeah. So like, like, okay. So that in that case, it was fine. It was fine. But yeah, if you're buying Khalil Mack jerseys, like basically since he got hurt uh, last season, you should have been able to see this coming a little bit. They don't have many options for kids, uh, at least for babies. Like it was like that or generic. I'm like, I want a number on there so he looks like a player. Yeah. There you go. Um, all right. Well, great stuff, guys. Our first emergency episode of the CHGO Bears podcast. Appreciate everybody watching, commenting, interacting with the show. We will continue to keep these going. Um, we will not have a show now tomorrow um, because of this one, but um, a whole week of podcasts for you to go back and check out, whether it's right here on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast, you can check them out. Um, and remember, go to see our friends at PointsBet. Download that app. Use the code CHGO to uh, jump in there. Get your free CHGO membership with a $50 more first-time deposit, uh, and you can get that free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. So much good stuff at allchgo.com. Get that membership, the merchandise. We appreciate everyone in this first full week of shows across the network and uh, here on the Bears side of things. Thanks to Olin Krutz, Will DeWitt, Nicholas Moriano. Great stuff this week. I'm Adam Hogue. So we'll be back Monday. And I have a feeling, well, Monday, they'll start a new league year. So I have a feeling there'll be plenty to talk about all next week. It's going to be loaded with Bears coverage. So make sure you don't miss it. Absolutely.